Dior Talks. This year, for the fifth edition of Dior Lady Art, ten contemporary artists were invited to put their creative stamp on the Lady Dior bag. Listen as each of these artists shares their personal experience of transforming the Lady Dior in the latest edition of the Dior Talks podcast series, available on all platforms. Transculturalism, identity and spirituality feature among the key sources of inspiration for our latest guest on the series, Olga Titus, whose eclectic creations celebrate world culture and its infinitely rich customs. Passionate about craft and savoir-faire, as well as hidden meaning, Titus has a creative process that can be likened to building a cabinet of curiosities. The Swiss Malaysian artist gathers elements that trigger emotion, a quest to open a third space that leads to a cultural exchange inspired by the Indian theorist Homi K. Baba. One case in point is a magnificent floral rug in her atelier that ended up serving as the background for one of her Lady Dior bags, evoking at the same time Monsieur Dior's love of gardens. Various masks from different cultures create an emotional community around the bag. In my artistic work, I encircle a cosmos, a galaxy, in which self and external perception, biographical elements and cultural identity are reflected and represented in all their facets, says the artist. Tune in to this episode to learn more about how Titus approached creating her Lady Dior bags using her signature sequin works as a starting point, and how she incorporates harlequin effects and a kaleidoscope of glass beads to create handwork-intensive masterpieces that represent embroidery at its most extreme. Olga, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you doing in these strange times? Has the current context had any impact on your productivity or has art provided an escape for you? Yes, um, thanks for the invitation. I'm, I'm also very happy to take part in this interview and uh, to be part of the Dior Lady Art Project. It has not been a super big impact on my work because art has always been an escape for me (laughs) so Mm. so it was I mean of course it's like an exceptional situation and very challenging in general but as an artist I could always go to the studio and continue my work so this was not like a major change okay and for any listeners who may not be familiar with your universe, can sure. you tell us a bit about your background and your multicultural roots and, and where you're based? Yes, I'm based in Switzerland. My parents, they are like my mom is Swiss, my father is from Malaysia. His parents are from India, emigrated to Malaysia. My dad emigrated to Switzerland, but he went back. So I'm this mix in between Swiss, Malaysian, Indian, sort of. Such an incredible mix. (laughs) It's not super fancy. I mean, there are lots of people with much more diverse mix. But I, anyway, it has always been like an important part in my life. And it has always influenced me and my family, of course, and the way of living and, and even my art as well. Yeah. And are you in your studio right now as you're talking to us? Where are you? 
Yes, I'm uh, in another city near Zurich, like the next big city, like uh, from in Winterthur. It also has some mm-hmm. great museums, and I'm here in the studio. So, Elga, tell us what it was like being approached for the Dior Lady Art Project, and what the House of Dior meant to you and means to you now after having done this amazing collaboration. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very surprised to be approached by Dior. I was very happy, even though I did not have the huge um, knowledge about the House of Dior before. Mm. Also, even though before my art studies, I studied textile design. So I'm a trained textile designer, but even still of that, I, I was not so conscious about what is Dior and but I like the idea to be part of it of course yeah so did you kind of embark on a lot of research around the house or did you want to do this without knowing that much about the house and and the bag itself yeah that I mean you are asking the right question I was doing a research on how previous artists has done their bags um, before for the Lady Dior art project But I didn't want to know too much because I did not want to have too much influence. Yeah. Yeah. So I can speak for myself and and how would I do this, you know, and how would I approach the bag to do it from as a part of my art. Yeah. Okay. So how did the Lady Dior lend itself to being a canvas? It's not every day as an artist that you get asked to apply your universe to a handbag. Yeah. So I'm curious to know when you received the bag, how you responded to it and the idea of the, the volumes and the size. Yeah. I mean, it was not like super easy also to work with this kind of um, uh, the volume of the bag, the three dimension the shape of the bag, you couldn't change the shape of the bag so strongly. Mm. But now, after I've seen the other bags, of course, from the other artists, okay, there was much more possible than I imagined. But like, okay, the, the shape of the bag was like a border for me. It was kind of like a frame. Yes, it was kind of like a frame. Mm-hmm. But I, I was okay with it because I didn't want it to bother about uh, too much about the shape or this kind of frame. And I didn't want to change the frame too much. So basically I wanted to explore the possibilities in this frame and express my idea about my art in the bag and also to use the bag as kind of a, a vessel for my artistic ideas. Mm-hmm. And to embody, like in a in a fashion, in a haute couture statement, in a fashion bag, some of my ideas. Did you have an idea of an artistic message that you wanted to communicate through your bags? Did you have a fixed yeah. idea, or was it quite an organic process? I mean, it. I did like three bags because I was uh, totally in the mood of um, making more than just one. Mm-hmm. Um, because I loved it so much. <laughs> yeah, But the approach was not the same for all the bags. Two of them, they're more likely to say the process was very organic and influenced by my current sequence pictures 
I'm working uh-huh. on. I'm working on uh, with sequence. Um, uh-huh. So this was an organic way of processing and the other bag like the third bag with the carpet and the masks that was more like a statement bag of my artistic concept and to talk about the in between the cultures and creating a new culture which is sort of an undefined culture so this is like this hybrid kind of theme which is like over all of my Artworks, this is like my main topic. Tell us about the story of this carpet bag, because I heard mm-hmm. that the Dior team turned up and placed objects on a rug in your studio, I believe, and you actually ended up using this rug as the base for the bag. Yes. Alexander, he came into my studio with a huge suitcase of um, stuff with a lot of examples and little pieces and and as I don't have so many tables in my studio and I like to work on the floor only if I'm working on a computer I work on the table but the rest of the time I'm more on the ground floor and uh-huh. so I had this carpet this rug and mm. and we um, discussed about um, how to develop the bags and everything on the carpet and and he was also very easygoing and he just sat on the carpet and we drank, drank coffee and talked on the carpet and, and that's how we came up with the idea wow it looks very nice on look with this background from the carpet and then we both we both uh, yeah we both agreed like oh at once you know and then he took a picture oh yeah let's do this it was very playful yeah so funny is it also correct that you did a kind of floral version that also nods to Mr. Dior's Christian Dior's love of gardens did you design a new rug design yeah I mean Flowers has also been very important in my works, like mm-hmm. the symbolicness of a symbolness, or I don't know how you say it in English, but <laughs> uh, yeah, it also has been very important. So it's like not especially for Christian Dior, um, for him. It has to do with all this um, aesthetics around it, and it's not especially from the Dior garden. But mm-hmm. but I like the idea. So you've got these little masks on that yeah. bag, and you've described them as this community of elements. Tell us what you mean by that. Exactly. I think it's a nice description, the community of elements, um, to think of it as such. And it's like this mask assembly. Um, it's like a group of culturally different, influenced by different cultures, mask and combined mask and and hybrid mask. And it's like I'm working on this topic of hybridism and transculturalism since quite a, mm. some time now. And I think also this bag is like um, an outcome over all this time, um, working on this team and and researching and thinking and traveling and sketching. And so it's like a um, accumulation yeah. of all this. Also sort of in a way of a fairy tale romanticism or with this mm-hmm. carpet and very sweet and... Um, and also hidden message. So, and it it seems like uh, the masks they belong to each other. It's like um, 
it's they create something new together. It's not like they are okay. these attached to each other. So yeah, that's how I see it. Where do these little masks come from? Did you also have those already in your studio? I travel and collect masks and textiles or whatever I can find. But um, other masks I've, I've seen on pictures or I did drawings. Mm-hmm. It's a very um, accumulation of all this. Because cabinet mm. of curiosities is a term that people yeah. use when describing your universe. What kinds of other things do you tend to collect? Can you tell us a bit about what you're surrounded by and the kind of things you gather for your artworks? I collect many um, I don't, yeah, I mean, they call it nippes or cabinet, the curiosity or, but I just collect uh, items which I'm personally, emotionally involved with somehow, or they uh, create um, uh, some emotional moment for me, which I want to be, which I want to feel or which I want to remember and use it in my art. Or maybe also some of the things are from my family, uh, from my grandmother's um, mm-hmm. cupboard. Or yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a big collection. Are there any fun things around you that you can describe? Because we can't see you right now. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, I'm okay. For example, I dived in a dumpster. You jumped inside. A huge dumpster, okay. It was actually that there is a place in the city, there is my dream studio. So I always try to get this dream studio. It's like my dream atelier. And because it has like um, orangery, like uh, this kind of a garden house, you know. Oh, it sounds beautiful. It's so beautiful. And and I've been watching at this place since years. (laughs) <laughs> and I realized, <laughs> no, yeah. no, really. And I, because there's also a park outside of it and you can always look in the window and it's like kind of open. But I discovered that there was never anything happening. And so I found out like the artist who had this studio, he died already like 14 years ago. Oh. And then I, I tried to get the studio because I said, yeah, it's not used for an artist who is already dead. So Oh, so you're like, give me the key. Yeah. <laughs> and then I found out like, okay, now his wife, she's also, she's also an artist. Now she uses the studio. And then later, years later, I found out, okay, now his son uses the studio, you know, because the m- mom and the dad died, the two artists. Right. So, so it was really like a long story. And then <laughs> and I used to live near this area, near the studio. And then there was a, one day in the morning, there was a dumpster, uh, yeah, where they throw away like rubbish and all, but mm-hmm. like, like from a house, you know, like they, they emptied the house, sort one house and, and put everything in this dumpster. And you, in Switzerland, you are not allowed to pick things out of it. Oh. But then I, I figured, man, these are all these things from these artists, from this studio. Yeah, you know, what about were, recycling? Yeah, no, but there were all these paintings and they were cut, you know, like in the middle, there was this cross. So oh God! from this dumpster, I got like a, a pellet, uh, you call it a pellet, where you put the paints yes. and all. So yeah. I got it from this artist. I got this on my window hanging, for example. Oh, that's such a nice story. I really hope you get to 
I really hope you take, get to take over that studio. It sounds like you've got a really strong connection with the place. Totally. No, I love my studio too, but the other one is there has like this magical light and the garden surrounding it. So yeah, maybe I'm like Christian Dior with the garden, you know. <laughs> there is a connection. Yeah. <laughs> so to go back to your amazing bags, they're these really handwork intensive pieces with amazing embroidery work and an incredible explosion of colour and the harlequin effects on the sides of one of the bags. Tell us more about the materials and the techniques that you used and maybe the technical challenges of producing these pieces. Yeah, I always like to work with many different kinds of materials. Even uh, before during my time as a textile designer, I love to work with very opposite materials and combining them and creating kind of a, a polarization in materials and medias. So that's why I tried with many different kind of like the three dimensionals and this Harlequin effect on the side, which you mentioned right now. Mm. It's like they're coming like from my other artworks or I already used these elements in other artworks, so I tried to combine it. But it was technically, it was um, very challenging also because of the, to create the right uh, sequence pieces was, they were not so easy to find the right amount and and how they are movable and, you know, the, how the, the print is and everything. So it was not, mm. I think it was quite challenging uh, and there was also that the rest is all hand embroidered uh, yeah. in, in India. So it's in Mumbai in a very good place, I heard. Mm-hmm. And I think the hand embroidery is amazing. And I would love to go there and see it by myself. So would I. And so the, were there loads of backs and forths with the dual studio when it came to the production of the bags and working out solutions there were some, but I was pretty amazed how the designers of Dior, how they understand my vision and, and they even enhanced my vision, you know. Yeah. They really had like even greater ideas, not greater. <laughs> I don't want to give a value to the idea, but it's like they really had like super good ideas. Mm-hmm. which made it even more interesting. And, and I was quite open to changes also or enhancements. So, And they did a good job and I really like to work with them. You mentioned your sequin works earlier. What's the relationship between your sequin works and the bags? My work was uh, discovered in Paris and that's how mm-hmm. Dior got in touch with me. And uh, they discovered uh, one of my sequence pieces. Uh-huh. So they wanted, basically, Dior asked me to, um, House of Dior asked me to, first they wanted me to create a, a, a bag which is similar to my art pieces. Uh-huh. And um, and I liked that, yeah, but I also wanted to create something uh, on top of it. Like that. that's why I created the bag with the masks. And the carpet right, okay. in the end also, yeah. And what's your relationship to these bags that you've created? Do you view them as artworks? Totally. I I really um, love them and 
it's my first uh, Dior um, handbags. <laughs> so, so it's pretty good. Pretty impressive. Yeah, I already went to an opening with one of them. Uh huh. And so, which which one did you take? I took the smaller uh, embroidered one. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because it was suitable to the art which I was um, exhibiting at the place. Right. So, but my favorite one is actually the carpet one, the mask one. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like an extension of your home. It sounds the carpet one in a way. Totally, and of my artwork and everything. Exactly. Really personal. So how do you see the relationship between fashion and art? You studied textile design, but as I said, it's not every day that an artist gets a call from Dior to apply their universe to. What do you think you could bring to each other, the fashion world to an artist and vice versa? Yeah, I think these are nice collaborations for each uh, side. But actually, I mean, I just look at it as um, interesting possibility to create my art and to find a wider audience and this kind of high level haute couture audience which is interested in really high fashion is also very interested in art so Mm. for me it is a a real nice treat to to work with Dior but but my knowledge is not I mean I don't have a real big idea about fashion and art to be honest. I mean, has I don't it, have a huge concept about it. Has it maybe made you more interested? Have you found that you're looking more at that world and you've got a different connection to it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, since um, I got this um, request to collaborate with you, I'm really much more into aware of these kind of labels and these high fashion and art collaborations. And... I think it's like a very a contemporary thing and it's quite accepted also from the art world much more than it used to be before. Mm. Well, Monsieur Dior did it in his day as well, you know. Yeah. It's part of the legacy of the house as well. Totally. But with this concept of transcultural aesthetic that is central yeah. to your work, do you think fashion can act like a bridge between different cultures? Nowadays. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Fashion is so important also because it has so many secret elements or um, messages which you can transport and you can wear it. It's, um, it has a, a, a carrier or a person who is like delivering the message each day and in public, you know. And it's not like um, being... Um, uh, on a wall of a white cube in a museum, you know, mm. it doesn't have like a public, like a statement behind it, which which says like, this is now a statement, look at it, it's a statement, you know, it's like a um, very subtle and fine statement. And so I, I think fashion can be very important to bring cultures together. So therefore, I, I think art and fashion go, go along very well. Oh, good. Just to wrap, I've been asking this question to a few of the artists and I'd love to hear your answer. What do you keep in your handbag? <laughs> oh, yeah. Can I say it in public? No. <laughs> I mean, I used to have, have so many different kinds of things for each life situation in my handbag. Like everything what you can imagine. It was like also like a 
cabinet of curiosity inside my head. <laughs> it used to be like that, really like a kind of a performance. And then I have this and this for this situation, you know. <laughs> but now I am mostly, yeah, it's still a bit similar, but during the last few, maybe during winter, I always carry a backpack, actually. I mean, now it's like this special situation for everybody. And so I don't go away at night so much. I mean, no. <laughs> yeah. You're not and, going out. Uh, no, no, no. So basically I go to my studio or, or wherever I have to carry some stuff or I, I go somewhere on with the train or to visit somebody okay. else. But, right. So I, I carry a backpack. Yeah. Okay. But I cannot tell you any secrets. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you get to um, get to uh, show off your Dior, Lady Dior's sometime oh, yeah. soon when the world opens up again. I hope so. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time. Yeah. Thank you as well. <laughs>